So we're approaching the halfway point of the year. You guys know it. Um, we're in this real war. And on this channel, I like my strategies. I like to rely on logic and reason. I like to double down on my independent thinking. I love not having to rely on any talking points or any websites or narratives. I like stepping up on the edge and then seeing the harvest return a couple days later, in rare cases, weeks later, months later, a year or two later, boom. Truth on our TV, future proving pets. I like when that happens. And we've been doing pretty good. You guys all know it. We've been doing pretty, pretty good on this channel uh, over the last several years. <clears throat> that is not because of me. It's because logic wins every time. You guys know it. All right, folks, come on in. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, on this, again, on this Memorial Day evening uh, where we are, you know, we're, we're thankful and we're honoring people that have gone all the way and given their lives for this country. We're going to cover different topics. Um, while you're coming in, uh, we begin with a couple of things. You guys know it. Uh, for anyone new to this channel, in the early part of every show, that five days a week, 8 p.m. Eastern, right? 7 Central, 6 Mountain, 5 p.m. Pacific every night at this point. Five days a week, right? Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then we come again on Friday. What we do, that's here, and then we have the members channel for those of you who want to support. For what you guys know, what we do on these channel, on, on these live streams, on the first portion of the show, we show you what the enemy is doing so that you don't allow these developments to overwhelm you. Lately, of course, when we look at what the enemy is doing, that being the Marxist, Marxist globalists, we're seeing that by looking at what they are doing, we're actually confirming things that we already knew and things that we were saying years ago was going to go happen. In this case, we're showing everyone that nothing can stop what's coming. We're showing everyone that we are the majority. We're seeing what's happening with these perversion movements. So, and, of course, on the channel, we've been showing everyone the violent revolution. The Marxists, they're not playing around. It's enough of this stuff. They tried their full slag in January 6th, and they did a lot of things to remove Trump, and now they're, they don't know what to do. They see that they're still losing, so it is time for violence and division. So they're going much deeper. And then, for anyone new to this channel, the second half of the program, I show you how we're getting closer and closer to something very special as we're transitioning to the new republic. kind of The kind of good news, patriot moves sort of things as we wrap up the show. So let's see how we do tonight. Um, we start right here, people. We are the majority, and <clears throat> somebody is about to find out right there. Coles up next, what these corporations are doing. When one gets destroyed, we saw what happened with Anheuser-Busch. <clears throat> we see that Target has lost $10 billion in the last 10 days. We talked about that yesterday. And we are forcing the issue down the throats of these corrupt corporations. And the corporations are thinking to fight back. And now it's Cole's turn. Make a note. I know some of you guys are probably going to shop there tomorrow. or today. Who knows? I mean, right? 
But we are, you know, keep making notes. Without, you know, believe me, I like to go to some of these stores that are now we are boycotting. And we're having to, uh, you know, find out alternative places to purchase the items that we normally would get from these stores. But be aware, Cole's face is boycott calls over. What pride, honesty, for babies following Target. Following Target, but like backlash. So there they go. They're going for it all with this pride, honesty, for babies. Well, see what you think. So Cole is... They think they are telling themselves it can't be that they are the majority. We're going to do the same thing. Watch. Can't be. But it is. And they are about to lose a lot of money. Next item I want everyone to see. This is the, um, really, when it comes down to it, could call it the violent revolution, but in the case of... Chicago, now that Beetlejuice is gone, uh, we have this Mayor Johnson who promises to be even worse than Beetlejuice. And look at this, 43 shot Friday into Monday morning in Mayor Johnson's Chicago. Be aware of this. And um, I'm not sure if we should classify this as violent revolution, but I guarantee you this will go under violent revolution. And I was going to play this video, but um, I think it's, I'm not going to play the video. And um, we'll just, um, yeah, we'll just read this headline, this video, this, I mean, shocking video. I mean, right there in this clip, I mean, you can see what's happening. Bus driver fired after shooting alleged. Come on, folks. Let's do it again. Bus driver fired after shooting armed attacker. You could see it in the video. <clears throat> These are hardcore criminals. <laughs> and um, maybe you could, uh, may I see something here? <clears throat> uh, what I'm going to do, <clears throat> this is such a shocking video. Let's see if we could open this up. I mean, this is, um, you decide, I mean, again, this is shocking bus. stuff. Shocking stuff. And look, look at this hardcore criminal. I mean, I mean, you could see what's happening. Shoot up. And this, no doubt, it ain't a legend. This is a hundred percent hard core criminal. I mean, this becomes a big, big situation. But um, anyway, um, be aware of this situation. And, you know, the bus driver is not allowed to defend himself. And his attorney's coming out, same thing like we saw with this company yesterday. This Lulu, whatever, right? This, this, um, right? This company yesterday, and now it's happening again. You are not allowed to open fire on their, the Marxist hardcore criminals. And now this bus driver has been fired. And you can, again, I wasn't going to play that video, but I wanted you to get an idea of what's going on. I mean, this guy, these, this criminal said, look, I'm, I'm, I'm going to deal with you. And he pulled out his gun, talking about, I dare you, I dare you to touch me. I'm going to pop, you know, all right, whatever. <laughs> and um, as you can see, it becomes a hardcore situation, do or die. And because he defended himself, um, now he is fired. And maybe we'll leave it at that. 
So be aware of this hardcore, and this is happening everywhere. Shut up. You're not allowed to, to shoot their criminals. And like in, you would expect in a real war, you pay the price if you shoot their, and defend yourself against their hardcore criminals. So there goes your violent revolution. But ladies and gentlemen, this is even worse. Bear with me on this one. This is shocking. This is basically the deep state is rolling out their main hardcore, in this case, Muslim Brotherhood, hardcore criminals, shocking stuff. So, um, and this is a city university of New York law valedictorian student, I guess, from this law school. And this person is blasting white supremacy, Israel, and fascist New York police department and the military <laughs> and I mean ladies and gentlemen this is shocking stuff and look at this demon's name Fatima Musa what Muhammad so we can see what's happening here and this person comes out use her speech to attack the law as a tool of white supremacy <laughs> and to attack Israel and the police and you would think this person named Muhammad, you hate white people, you hate Israel, you hate the police and the military. <laughs> uh, you might want to find another country. I mean, <laughs> but and once you understand the agenda of the Muslim Brotherhood, then you will understand why she is somehow willing to endure this horrific situation in this country where there's all these white people and people from Israel and fascist NYPD so she's attacking the rule of law order, the military I mean think about it and what she says is nothing short than inciting a war alright be aware of what she is saying Muhammad praised Cooney for supposedly recognizing that the law is a manifestation of white supremacy somehow that continues to oppress and suppress people in this nation and around the world. Really? Then why are you here? This, you know, who, who leaves their country to go to this oppressive nation? They focused on the mission, ladies and gentlemen, and this is a big, big situation that she is getting this much attention and it's shocking stuff, the stuff she is saying. She attacked the facade of legal neutrality and an idea straight out of critical race theory, yep. And um, she described American society as an empire with a ravenous appetite for destruction and violence. Really? Why would you come to this country if you felt this way? And she lit it, but hit her biggest applause line in praising Cooney for defending the right to oppose Israel, Israeli settler coloni colonialism, if you can believe that. And it goes on. So you can see, and she's declaring that the issue of Palestine, our morality, will no longer be purchased by investors, implying that Jewish donors to the school might have wished otherwise. So be aware of this war-like, civil war-type speech. And she's been given all this attention. This, should, this grabbed my attention. See what you think. I want to throw this out 
you guys know, for anyone new to this channel, this channel is based on the biblical worldview. Be aware of this. Turning Point USA Faith brings 1,100 pastors and church leaders to Nashville Summit. And obviously, Charlie Kirk coming out. We believe that the faithful are called to be active and engaged in the public square. That is absolutely, I agree with that. Pay attention to what, why I'm covering this. So yeah, we, we're to be active and engaged in the public sphere and in the local community and in the civic process in the here and now. And in this summit with 1,100 pastors, ministers, leaders, and faith leaders um, that kicked off Wednesday, um, a lot, you, know, see, you can see who was there among others, Mark Meadows. I saw him somewhere here, but... Um, he is saying, Turning Point USA Faith believes that it, if believers don't speak into the most difficult cultural, moral, and spiritual debates of our time, then, in other words, if believers do what most Christian churches are doing, pushing the love deception, if that happens, and you don't want to be engaged in the real issues that define the times in which we live, I believe, orchestrated operation by most churches. If that happens, then those who don't agree with us, or worse, those who want our destruction and to harm the Christian church of all faith traditions, from Catholic to evangelical to mainline, those people are what? Those are the voices that will fill the vacuum. Boom. Which is the agenda playing out while the churches are pushing the love over the top deception, love this this love deception. God is love and love is real, but they are overplaying the love card and redefining love to mean that you have to be nice to everyone. And they imply often, without saying it, that you should be accepting of who they are because you loving them, somehow that's what's going to change them, not the Holy Spirit. Not God himself. You loving them is the vehicle that's going to change them. They're shifting. There is some truth to that, obviously. And we're called to be honorable. But what is love and, and, and what, how you should carry yourself is where the church today is shifting the definition and taking everybody with them, promoting indirectly the New World Order. And I just want, again, you guys to see some of what is being said in this very critical conference. And, um, yeah, we're going to skip around to where down here, the public sphere has been left vacant by the storefront churches. <clears throat> right there, by a church that became convinced that its sole job is to address the needs, wants, and concerns of, concerns of the flock after death. Yeah. <clears throat> For example, we believe that the faithful are called to be active and engaged in the public square. Excuse me. Well, same thing, right? Public sphere in the local community, in the civic process, in the here and in the now. Okay. Big, big difference. This is one of the points where you're either with us or you're with the storefront churches. God is loving all that, but they are purposely ignoring politics. They even go out of their way to mock people that are into politics. They're doing it on purpose, and in many cases out of ignorance, because of this 
end times deception that we're in. Again, you're not allowed to be involved in politics according to these storefront churches. And all you need to do is shut up and worry about loving people. Forget what the Bible said. Forget about this reprove, rebuke, and exhort that Paul the Apostle was to Forget about all that. And again, I'm still waiting for somebody to show me where in Jesus Christ's ministry, when, where did he tell people, anyone, hey, you know what, I love you. Come on, I'm waiting for someone to show me when, and maybe there is. And again, I, I, if it is, it is, you know, you know. But I'm, I can't find it. I'm looking for somewhere in the New Testament where Jesus, while he was walking with his disciples, yeah, what's up? Hey, you know what? I love you. Where he told someone, I love you. I can't find where in the Bible that is. Because he was so obsessed with introducing the kingdom of his father. He was, his main thing was obeying his father's will. That he was obsessed with that. He went around telling my, my father, my father, I'm obsessed. With, he wasn't, he didn't have time to tell you, forget my father. I love you. He did. He did. And again, he may have done it, but it's, I don't, I can't find it anywhere in the new Testament. And it just shows you the mind of Christ. Remember the same God that destroyed the planet with water. God don't play around. Your job is to you shut up and you better love him. Yeah. He loves you enough to give you a chance to escape his judgment. That's a big dick difference from someone who's like coming, <laughs> worshiping you. Remember the parable of the Good Samaritan. The Good Samaritan did not help the bad people. The Good Samaritan helped the person in need. Know the difference between a person in need and someone who is a reprobate, demonic, perverted mind. Big difference. All right, folks, um, that's enough preaching for tonight. It's just a jokey story. Let's start with this, right? The Russians are dying. It's the best money we've ever spent. <laughs> really? <laughs> Lindsey Graham cheers the Ukrainian killing fields in meeting with Zelensky. <laughs> and, yeah, you guys can, you know, you can laugh about this. Lindsey Graham on this um, pro-Ukraine I love um, whether he is an actor or whether he is just, this is his thing. I love how, you know, by the way, in this story, um, let's take a look at some of what, you know, Graham is talking big. The Russians are dying. It's the best money we've ever spent. Graham is saying, and the the Russians responded to the video Senator Graham definitely has some material to draw comparisons. One of their investments led to World War II and the Holocaust. Think about it tonight. And the Russians are coming out. Now billions of U.S. dollars are pouring into the insatiable throat of the what? The neo-Nazi Kiev regime. Boom. Russians throwing reality at Lindsey Graham and anyone else supporting Ukraine. In this regard, I would like to remind the senators and all American beneficiaries how the previous adventure ended. Think about that. Yeah, you support the Nazis. Yeah, let's see how that ends. But, um, you know, Russians putting Graham in its place, right? Graham's laughing it off. And in the end result of that is, <laughs> laugh out loud, right? <laughs> Russia issues arrest warrant for U.S. Senator Lindsey Graham 
over Ukraine comments. <laughs> <laughs> Laugh out loud. And it's kind of jokey both ways. You know, what is Russia? They're going to arrest Graham on optics are important. Laugh out loud. Move on, right? Yeah, whatever. All right, folks. Um, yeah, let's continue on this conversation from yesterday. Some people, you know, see what happens. See what directions this goes tonight. Well, largest deficit reduction bill in history. <laughs> official estimate shows debt. And again, this is the official estimate. And there it is, because we're going to get into what other people are saying. But, um, you know, think on your own, folks. Think on your own. Shows what debt deal, what cuts more than $2.1 trillion in spending. I mean, this is official estimate. So there it is, and no matter what anyone says, um, if passed and enacted into law, the largest deficit reduction bill in American history, that's what this would be, period. Doesn't matter what anyone has to say, and um, maybe we'll leave it at that as far as this headline is concerned. And um, keep that in mind, um, because... As we're going to see, others are uh, com- coming up and saying that they're not happy. Starting, I think this is interesting. <laughs> Ron DeSantis is getting in on it. Totally inadequate. <laughs> DeSantis blasts McCarthy over budget deal for careening towards bankruptcy. <laughs> you decide on this. Um, prior to this deal, Kaylee. Our country was careening towards bankruptcy after this deal. Our country will still be careening towards bankruptcy. Well, technically, yeah, I mean, McCarthy didn't say, I mean, again, you use your military intelligence thinking cap, think of what he's saying. What he is saying may not necessarily be wrong, but that's not the point. Get out of my face. I mean, whatever. I mean, you guys decide. Maybe we'll leave this one here because I want to show everyone a contrast of what different people are saying. Yeah, I mean... First of all, he doesn't know that. I mean, and um, maybe, I mean, it's not designed as the, the this is going to stop all problems, period. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, you know, but it makes DeSantis sound like he's tougher, right? But then you have the, the hard right, which is, we, made, we laughed about this yesterday, it's not even close to being over, people. Look at this. Update. Eight Republicans already voting no on McCarthy's spending bill. <laughs> so um, you decide, and they're all coming out. I mean, this is, we've already been through the same people. Norman, Roy, Bishop, Good, and Rosendale, Biggs, same people. I mean, just same people that reluctantly allowed McCarthy. Same people. Hard nose. They're all coming out. And Lauren Boebert also signaled she was a hard no in a, twi- in a tweet. And so they're all playing their little game. Several more have signaled they will reject the deal. And you can see what's happening. We've already been through this in the McCarthy operation when he was selected, Trump's McCarthy, Speaker of the House, while McCarthy is lapping it off. Uh, you decide, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> on what is happening. The hard right is coming out. <laughs> so, um, but this, nevertheless, is historic situation for McCarthy. But it's not enough. Uh, so, 
I predict in the end, um, the hard right will push. Well, we're going to see. I mean, we don't know. I mean, I, it's either going to go into the government's going to go into default. Maybe that's the plan, or the hard right will. I don't. I'm not sure what they can do. But then you have the hard left that they're freaking out. Um, moves the kind of moves. Um, we'll see what happens. <clears throat> but in the end, McCarthy is laughing it off, saying, "I'm not a worry about anything." You know, so um, <clears throat> you decide. Um, we covered a strange story yesterday happening in Texas with the Attorney General being in this impeachment process, and I said that's strange that 81% of the GOP House in Texas, that all of them would be corrupt. And it could be. Some, a couple, of, one or two of you guys said, yeah, that's what's that? All right. But I said it sounds strange to me. One of the things that I, I, I was thinking about, I didn't mention it last night, is, well, one, of, one thing I did mention last night is, is this a temporary process to temporarily remove the Attorney General, Paxson, and then in, where the governor inserts his temporary weapon? One thing that I did not mention is are they trying to set up some sort of template? So with that in mind, isn't it interesting that this is happening? <clears throat> Lawmakers send bill targeting rogue prosecutors to Texas governor's desk while that other situation is unfolding with the attorney general. So is there something strange going on in Texas? Because now we have this. The Texas Senate bill sent a bill to Republican Governor Greg Abbott's desk Sunday evening that would rein in rogue local prosecutor for declining to go after certain crimes due to political reasons. And what they're basically saying is that they're, re- they're basically talking about empowering the state legislature, which right now doesn't have the power to remove these rogue prosecutors. This could go along with the other situation if you were trying to insert a temporary attorney general to then go after that. And then Paxton has his hearing with the Senate and then he wins the hearing and then he goes back. I am just, you know, I mean, I'm con- conspiracy. I'm, I'm creating, you know, I don't know any of this. I'm just saying it's strange. And in this bill, if it goes through, like it says here, currently the state legislature cannot remove prosecutor through impeachment or recall election, but the new bill will allow a complaint to be heard by a jury and if proven guilty, a judge may order the attorney's removal. Think about it. According to a bill's text, if a DA is removed, the sitting governor can appoint a replacement until the next election cycle. Boom! Again, the governor, as he is doing now, in this attorney general persecution, the governor, Abbott, is in position to start inserting his soldiers. And if this bill goes through, you know, I, I'm, again, I, I'm, just, I'm just making up theories here. I'm just, I'm just thinking on my own. I, you know, it could be, and this bill is on the governor's desk. 
I mean, you decide. Is something strange happening here? Trump's Governor Abbott. Yeah, and Trump came out yesterday. Yeah, I can't believe Governor Abbott is taking... Why is he not defending the Attorney General enough? Yeah, I'm doing my acting. Of course, Bernie's going to read it that I'm acting. I'm just saying, watch out, people. What? Don't let the actor from New York... I'm, I'm sensing in my heart and in my mind and my spirit that there's a lot of acting going on. I'm, I'm just... My, my spidey senses are tingling with all these little... This whole thing, what's going on in Texas. Something's going down. Something strange. What do you guys think? UK dances. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see him. Okay, never mind. Let's see here. Is anyone on topic here? Let's see. Here. Somebody said, Grix0514 says, yes, very strange. Okay. What's going on? Um, let's see here. Chili Dog says, Fox News had Paxson on air a lot. Okay, does that mean anything? Ludia says, chest move, are you on to something? Or you are on to something. All right. Ludius is seeing, again, I'm, I'm just throwing it out there to kind of get those brains out. I mean, it doesn't have to pan out. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm just kind of, something could be on the strange side. For um, whatever reason, moving on, <clears throat> I'm trying to make sense of this. None of the right-wing media platforms are putting this out. Um, we have Terry Lake posted this last night. And she's putting in capital letters, we caught them, this video evidence from Maricopa County, from Maricopa County's own live stream. They didn't know we were recording, she says in parentheses that shows officials breaking into machines after they were tested and sealed. Really? They reprogrammed the memory card right before election day. I mean, this is towering claims causing 60% of tolling, excuse me, polling locations in GOP areas to stop working. This is sabotage. And, um, you know, you can see the video for yourself. Um, I don't know what to make of this, um, but, um, you decide. And is that what these people are doing? Let's cut off this music. Is that what they're doing? And why is Carrie Lake, I mean, is this Carrie Lake doing her best impersonation of Mike Lindell? Like trolling essentially her audience after they've been let down. Is that what they're doing? I mean, is this like, what's going on here? Is this like the Ruby Freeman 2.0? So look at this lady, right? I mean, what is she doing? What is this? <laughs> so um, you decide. And why is Carrie Lake posting this now? Um, so, I mean, you decide, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to leave it at that. Is this Carrie Lake, try, you know, trolling her audience at the White Hats? I, I mean... What's going on here? Why, you know, why wouldn't they put this out a long time ago? Watch out. Influence operations is the point that I'm getting at. All right, folks, rounding out tonight. 
So I'm going to put some other issues on the table for everybody. I mean, let's see what is happening. Um, we have this. Critical endorsements lost. Is DeSantis' presidential bid in jeopardy? <laughs> is it already in a downward spiral? Spiral. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, this is about critical endorsements being lost. Several New Hampshire state legislators have shifted their support to Trump. Decision to switch endorsements was prompted by technical difficulty, etc., etc. All right. I mean, you would think no big deal. All right. But um, I think it's interesting that then um, we have an r- interesting situation. Game theory? Uh, Lincoln Project is putting this out. Wow, look at this. You guys been, hi, how are you guys? Good to see you. So what do you got? Go right over here? Okay. Is there anything DeSantis could do to win over your support? No. We have Trump at around 60%, and we have DeSantis below 20. Ron DeSantis has yet to be able to take a Trump voter away from Trump. Make America great again. DeSantis is Trump light. And honestly, we have businesses that have been locked We're down. We're going to put in China. And why go light when you can get the real guy? Based on polls, he's not doing okay with anything. Meatball, uh, sorry, uh, DeSantis. <laughs> DeSantis would apparently tell Dates he likes Thai food, but pronounced it thigh. It smells really good, I'll tell you that. And if they corrected him, he would make up an excuse and leave because, quote, he didn't want a girlfriend who corrected him. Ron DeSantis does not like to make eye contact. He does not like human beings. This is a guy who, who notoriously is short with people. How would they know me? Okay, think about that. I'm sick of the, judgment, the, the judgmental stuff. He's unpleasant. One word, fine, but this is a, this is ridiculous. The darkness and the weirdness altogether is going to make him, I think, very off-putting. You know, my mom, or my, my wife. What's with the go-go boot? Have you ever eaten a chocolate pudding with three fingers? Until, of course, Donald Trump tears his liver out and eats it live on stage. I'll show you falling behind the Trump I'm not. I'm not a candidate, so we'll see if, uh, if and when that changes. Then Mr. Trump said, you're fired. <laughs> I love that part. <laughs> Laugh <laughs> out <laughs> loud. Take a look. They're laughing it off. <laughs> See what you think, folks. <clears throat> now, why would the Lincoln Project be going completely out of their way to destroy DeSantis? To the point of making Trump look good. <laughs> Can't make this up, people. <laughs> Put on your military intelligence thinking cap. Lincoln Park. New Lincoln Project ad against Ron DeSantis gets exactly the responses it deserves. Well, you guys saw the ad. There it is. Lincoln Project. Talk, the, talking about DeSantis. You saw that already, right? And um, couple that with um, another strange situation. 
David, last word to you. You and I have talked uh, a great deal about DeSantis' authoritarianism in Florida. Nevertheless, yeah. were you shocked by his announcement this week that he would, quote, aggressively go after pardons for 1-6 insurrectionists? No, Mehdi, I say this with conviction. I think Ron DeSantis is far more dangerous than Donald Trump. If <laughs> right there. Can we hear it again? Aggressively go after pardons for 1-6 insurrectionists. No, Mehdi, I say this with conviction. I think Ron DeSantis is far more dangerous than Donald Trump for a very specific <laughs> reason. Donald Trump is willing to ignore the rules, ignore the Constitution, and frankly lead to the incitement. Look at the lady on the right. She's totally agreeing. <laughs> of January 6th. But Donald Trump is a transactional figure. He'll do whatever it takes to win. Ron DeSantis, I believe, actually in his ethos, is a culture warrior who wants to take us back 100 years and believes he can use the Constitution to that to that end and ultimately has a very dark vision of what america will be so the idea of pardoning january 6 uh convicts if you will at this point is because he believes we are engaged in a real war that he has to win ron DeSantis <laughs> tonight a very dark figure on the political landscape far more dangerous <laughs> than donald trump <laughs> right <laughs> That is where we are, ladies and gentlemen. I'll let you think it through. What exactly is happening? Boom. <laughs> MSNBC pundit declared Ron DeSantis far more dangerous than Donald Trump. <laughs> Laugh <laughs> about that's the point that we have been making on this channel. All of a sudden, <laughs> we are the deep state. Trump is great. Trump, 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 Trump. The scientist is worse. Maybe we are so afraid of DeSantis. Uh, we'll, we'll settle. Uh, Trump, uh, let's talk it over, Trump. Logical thinking wins every time. <laughs> Think about it. Let it sink in. And by the way, this is Trump's DeSantis. Trump was the main guy that promoted him, endorsed him, brought him to light, according to Trump, right? And you guys have seen Trump 24-7. DeSantis derangement syndrome. And according to Trump, DeSantis owes him. He is not loyal. Totally fake narrative. Where, where does it say that if somebody endorses somebody, they have to be loyal to that person and they're not allowed to run for president? Where, where is that written? What does that have to do with America, freedom? Nothing. So, I mean, everything Trump is saying is fictitious. Trump, DeSantis can run. He doesn't answer to Trump. Anybody can run. It's okay for everybody else to run. Ramaswamy and Nikki Haley, they can run, but it's okay, but it's not okay for DeSantis. How does that work? You can only run for president if Trump allows you to run? How does that work? Doesn't that make Trump a dictator? Logical thinking eliminates emotional nonsense, folks, and then let's, 
Round out tonight, Dems push obscure provision in Constitution to prevent Trump from Oval Office. <laughs> that oh. is, and they're in. They're talking about the 14th Amendment and the whole thing with January 6th. And he was engaged in an insurrection. And because of that, clause in the 14th Amendment bars any office holder who engaged in insurrection from, again, holding office. Yeah, right. Laugh. That's enough of this. They're trying to roll that out, but in the end, it's not going to work. To wrap up tonight, Trump is making his big move. Trump campaign. What fundraises for ballot harvesting operations in battleground states are making big, big moves. Would Trump do this? You know, why? And, you know, he did say he was going to do this. Go all out with this uh, ballot harvesting and these, you know, six battleground states. And, um, see what you think. They're talking in big in these mail uh, ballots and these mailers, they're talking big about doing this. And Trump is following through with this ballot harvesting operation. And I think Trump is doing this to lead the way for the GOP, to let everyone in GOP know, hey, look, you can do this. I'm going to do it first. They're setting up the stage. So um, see what you think. And in the end, the bottom line is that now the deep state has two problems instead of one. And moves in kind of move, this is what game theory is all about. Really? You guys hate Trump that much? DeSantis is giving the deep state plenty of reasons to exonerate Trump. I'll say it again. They're so afraid of DeSantis DeSantis may very well be the reason why the deep state says uh, exonerate Trump. The Hollywood guy. The art of the deal. Maybe we could work out a deal with Trump. Not all will be arrested, remember? For the sake of the country. All will be put under submission. Not everyone's going to be. The dealer guy. The Santis comes across like, I ain't playing. From a war situation, the Santis is a way scarier type guy. To wrap up tonight, a message from President Trump. Here, on this soil, On these grounds, beneath those fields, lies the true source of American greatness, of American glory, and of American freedom. As long as we are blessed with patriots such as these, we shall forever remain one people, one family, and one nation under God. Right? There. See what you think. Trump with the Memorial Day short message. Powerful. That wraps it up for me. Thank you everybody for joining me. Come on over to the website. Check out the latest on the member's channel. Check out all the ways that you can support this channel. And um, 
Thank you, everybody, for bearing with me, hanging in there with me through thick and thin. I love you guys all. Happy Memorial Day to every single one of you folks. God bless. Be back tomorrow, 8 p.m. Peace.